Last night, the former president announced he is running for future president in 2024. I get it, but you're going to want to pace yourself. Those boos need to last for two years. Ah, yes, the Democrat Party organizing. Uh, I assume the looting and arson will begin soon, when we least expect it, perhaps. You know, you're your Democrat Party. So many false stories and so little time. The Paul Pelosi story continues to evolve. That's what Democrats do, right? They don't flip-flop, they don't lie, and then change their story. They evolve. Missile hit in Poland is deemed an accident. Oh, it's uh, Volodymyr Zelensky accidentally fired the missiles into Poland, and then he said NATO needs to respond against this act of Russian aggression. And, you know, it's the burning of the Reichstag. It's uh, the Gulf of Tonkin. It's uh, how many come on. And, uh, and, you know, the response of the Biden administration was to say, we better send him another $37 billion because, you know... You know, that uh, Ukraine for years has been a cash register for primarily Democrats, but also uh, enough Republicans in Washington where eyebrows should be raised about the political uh, associations between American politicians and Ukraine. And, of course, we had uh, Hunter Biden with his million-dollar-a-year no-show job with the Burisma gas company in Ukraine. And and Joe Biden, who uh, bragged about having the lead prosecutor in Ukraine fired while he was investigating Burisma, which was paying his son and his son's friend, Devin Archer, a million dollars a year for no-show jobs. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Boy, and that's not even a news story. But now on Capitol Hill, you've got uh, Congressman Comer and Congressman Jordan talking about holding hearings now that they officially control the House of Representatives and looking into some of the corruption that is so ubiquitous, so commonplace in our politics today, particularly, but not exclusively, with the Democrat Party. You know, this uh, Bitcoin guy, he's got one foot in Ukraine, too. He's got both feet in the Democrat Party's pool, uh, and his third foot is in Ukraine. He's got He's got a piece of the Ukraine pie going on there. And it looks an awful lot like a money laundering scheme where there's Bitcoin money going into Ukraine and then the money coming out of Ukraine going to the Democrat Party in the United States. And, of course, all this Ukrainian money going to Democrats and their allies. And, and uh, now, boy, that's an investment that paid off. Now they're getting tens and tens of billions of American dollars uh, to fund a war in Ukraine, in Europe, that didn't exist when Donald Trump was president. The New York Times is excited to announce today that nonprofits with ties to Democrats plan counteroffensive against congressional investigations. They haven't even announced them yet, and the New York Times is in cahoots with these radical left-wing groups, these anti-American groups that are really just fundraising shakedown organizations, right? The groups want to take pressure off the Biden administration by pushing back in a more adversarial manner 
than President Biden's team. And the New York Times is endorsing this. They're very excited by this. Um, it, uh, it arouses them because uh, gangs of left-wing groups, you know, uh, gangs of left-wing groups have been burning and looting and sacking and plundering our cities for years. And they, 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 they got the stand-down order from Joe Biden when he became president. He became president, right? So left-wing nonprofits uh, plan a, what they call a counteroffensive, all this martial language, this militaristic language, and uh, against congressional investigation, meaning against Republicans, and against the truth, and against government accountability, because left-wing groups are anti-American groups, and they're you know in the sleeping bag with the Democrats wrestling around like two pigs under a blanket. They're uh, you know it's the it's the whole thing. That's their deal. Man, oh man, oh man, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. You know, there's a, uh, a very fancy store, more than one store, called Montclair in, uh, in Chicago. Very high-end clothing store, right? They've got, uh, oh, Winterwear in Chicago, Sportswear for men and women and kids. Very, very expensive. Uh, French and Italian brand Montclair. And uh, it's, uh, you know, thousands of dollars. You want to spend $8,000 on an overcoat? Montclair is the place for you, okay? Now, I have, uh, I have friends in Chicago. I, I come from Chicago. There's a lot going on in Chicago. And uh, my friend Vince yesterday was with his girlfriend, and they went into a Montclair store. His uh, girlfriend Gina, who's wonderful and who I know. And Vince and Gina, they went to a Montclair store on Oak Street in the best part of Chicago, the nicest, most deluxe part of Chicago. 11.30 a.m. yesterday, not even lunchtime. And two hoods, two hooligans came into the store, one male, one female. Um, the, uh, the woman is uh, described as like 250 pounds, and, and the man, they immediately rushed upstairs in the store. And uh, one of the employees recognized the guy, and uh, he said he's been casing the place for days now. And uh, he yells downstairs, lock the door. And they come flying down the stairs. And the thieves, they had an armful of hyper-expensive, ridiculously expensive coats. It's basically a daylight looting robbery, right, of thousands and thousands, perhaps even tens of thousands of dollars worth of clothes stuffed under their arms. The nicest part of Chicago. Got uh, these coats. And uh, the guy's yelling, don't get locked in. I'm the only guy in here with a weapon. And, uh, and I'm on the phone. So the, uh, the, the uh, criminals are leaving. One employee wrestles two of the coats away from the, uh, the very large person. And, um, and my, my friend Vince, he says, now, wait a minute. This is perfectly commonplace in Chicago for the last three years because the Democrats have normalized this. And they're anti-police and pro-criminal, right? And, and, and my friend Vince, he said, now, with this being the norm, in Chicago and in Illinois and across the country for the last three years, how is it that the Democrats actually improved their lot in life in the election last week in Illinois? How's that possible? People are voting for more of this? Are Democrats really so hell-bent on, you see that, uh, you know, the odds of your being murdered as an American, um, more than one out of 200 of us will die of murder in the United States of America, 
The uh, numbers are skyrocketing, carjackings, looting, arson, mayhem, riots, assaults on police, suicide attacks by Democrats against police and members of Congress. And, uh, and the Democrats voted for more of that. And they have that extraordinarily corpulent billionaire governor there, J.B. Pritzker, who, uh, you know, his wife was flying down on the private jet to their Florida estate during the Wuhan lockdown when he was ordering everybody to stay locked down. And they're, they're flying around in the private jet, no problem, because, you know, they own the, uh, the Hyatt Hotel chain. That's a good thing to own, the Pritzker family. And I think I'll buy the governor's mansion. And, and so the place has been in a state of anarchy. The homicide rates are crazy. Chicago is a, a work-free drug place where you're more likely to be shot than not. And, um, and the Democrats on Election Day did better. They improved their lot in life. Wow. It's good to be a Democrat, huh? Man, oh, man. Yeah, $3,000 coats at this place at Montclair. And uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Isn't that amazing? But they do better. See? And in California, uh, completely, the, you know, the wheels are off. And the Democrats are just winning all over the place. That, uh, that woman that uh, tortures her daughter with the, the climate apocalypse, she won re-election yesterday. Because the longer they count the votes, the more likely it is the Democrats are going to win. Yes, sir. And we continue to be lied to by the news media all over the place. I, I love this Associated Press piece that they said, a senior U.S. intelligence official, that means a Biden administration official, says Russian missiles crossed into NATO member Poland, killing two people. Well, that means Article 5 of the NATO charter, the North Atlantic Treaty Charter, must be invoked, and uh, all NATO nations must join together and respond militarily to Russia's act of aggression. And then we got Volodymyr Zelensky out there pushing that too, and the Associated Press is pushing it by way of yet another anonymous U.S. intelligence official lying to us or getting it wrong, but it's only the tripwire to nuclear Armageddon and war with Russia, so what's the big deal, right? Isn't that amazing? Isn't it romantic? And uh, also with uh, Ukraine, let's go, to, let's go to number 14. The Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, yesterday um, said, well, it turns out that it was actually Ukrainian missiles. No, their missiles they have are Russian-made because Russia supplies all the bad guys and half of the rest of uh, the world with uh, weapons of war. You know how they are. Uh, and honestly, the uh, defense secretary, former, former General Lloyd Austin yesterday, said, well, sure, Ukraine fired the missiles into Poland, but it's not their fault. This explosion was most likely the result of a Ukrainian air defense missile that unfortunately landed in Poland. It's unfortunate. And whatever the final conclusions may be, the world knows that Russia bears ultimate responsibility for this incident. That's right, ultimate responsibility. And then, uh, who was it, the U.N. chieftain who came out and said, Russia bears ultimate responsibility. Oh, no, it was the EU. The EU uh, said, uh, and it used the exact same turn of phrase, Russia bears ultimate responsibility for this attack. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. Joe Biden came home from his trip around the world. Uh, he's not sure where he was. He still thinks he was in uh, Colombia when he was in Cambodia. And, uh, and he had to go take a nap during the most important event at the G20 summit, where, by the way, they're now pushing for global vaccine passports, the G20 global vaccine, because really they're not going to rest until the entire world is a science fiction story. But Joe Biden was obviously uh, bleary-eyed, looked like he'd been drinking, uh, got off the Marine One helicopter on the South Lawn, was asked one question by one reporter, gave one irrelevant answer. What's your reaction to President Zelensky saying that the missiles that landed in Poland were not Ukrainian? That's not the evidence. That's not the evidence. That's not the evidence. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, um, Tucker Carlson last night had a, a great little montage of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Thoroughly Modern Milley, um, saying that we are with our friends in Ukraine, even if it takes uh, centuries. The United States are determined to continue to support Ukraine with the means to defend themselves for as long as it takes. As long as it takes. We will continue to support Ukraine for as long as it takes. For as long as it takes. And we will continue to support them as long as it takes. For as long as it takes. And until then, we will continue to support all the way for as long as it takes. All the way. And he said, we will uh, be there for as long as it takes. As long as he wants to say that, uh, you know, Ukraine should feel uh, uh, reassured that uh, General Thoroughly Modern Milley, um, you remember he, uh, when this uh, dust up started less than a year ago, right? Uh, he said that he expects Russia to be in Kiev driving tanks through downtown Kiev within 72 hours. That's what he said. Three days, right? Then a short time later, he got the memo from the Biden administration and the military-industrial complex, and he decided to revise and extend his remarks. It's a bit early uh, still, even though we're a month-plus into the war. Um, There is much of the ground war left in Ukraine. But I do think this is a very protracted conflict, uh, and I think it's at least measured in years. I don't know about decade, but at least years for sure. Years for sure. Also, he's still uh, uh, searching his sock drawer Uh, for his white rage. I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it. He said, man, you know, if you look behind the refrigerator, your your white rage might be be back there. Hey, do you have your Christmas shopping done yet? Well, thankfully, Eden Pure is running a crazy great deal right now on their extremely popular Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifiers. You know, it makes a great gift for friends and family because everybody has to deal with unwanted aromas from time to time, and you need a way to get rid of them for good. Remember, the thunderstorm uses proven oxy technology that naturally gets rid of odors like trash and litter boxes, musty basement smells, and uh, stops them from coming back. And there are no filters to buy and replace again and again, meaning you save money in the hassle of not having to constantly buy and schedule replacements every month. Right now, this Christmas special, it's uh, offering you $200 off on the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You get three units for under 200 American. So get your friends and family something they're actually going to use every day. Give them the gift of clean air and yourself, too. With this special Christmas offer, you're getting three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in the discount code CHRIS3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS3, and shipping is free. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we're in for the long haul. You know, that whole uh, Afghanistan thing is over. Um, so it's time to have uh, something new. you got to have a new gravy train. And here it is. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Yeah, the New York Times left-wing groups manipulating. Uh, opposing any government accountability because the left is the left is the left. I've got a story for you also about uh, Hillary Clinton and dark money forces going after Elon Musk because he wandered off the reservation and therefore as a heretic he must be punished. Got that coming up. Let's go to uh, let's go to David calling from Chicago, Illinois. David, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, uh, that story about Montclair is really priceless. You know how in the world can that store located over there? It's between Michigan Avenue and Rush Street. You know, near the old Esquire Theater. Why don't they? I hope they learned a lesson, and they put out an email now. All those schmatas need the security hoop. They have to be chained to the rack. <laughs> they didn't realize this. This is going on for five years now. Uh, Longer. Yeah, I guess Longer. they they think their clientele won't grab a rack full of, uh, you know, the $5,000 coats and walk out with them. But you're right. They should be aware of the environment that the Democrats have created in Chicago. Right, David? Yeah, you know, years ago I worked for Marshall Field State Street, and I opened wall-to-wall carpeting and Persian rugs at Water Tower, Michigan Avenue. Uh-huh. Everything, everything had the schmatas especially, all your fur coats, cashmere men's coats. Everything had a hoop, a security hoop or a tag. Even Macy's today, the salesperson has to take that off. Otherwise, when you walk out to State Street or Wabash, it's going to beep, and they have to say, oh, I'm Sorry, madam. Well, we're going to have to lock the whole country up because of the Democrats. This is the Chris Plant Show. Let me, uh, before we get to investigating the corrupt Biden family on Capitol Hill and the Democrats already in the New York Times, but I repeat myself, standing up opposition to government accountability because the left is anti-government accountability because they're fundamentally corrupt and uh, therefore government accountability would be bad for them. So naturally they oppose government accountability. Now with that said, let me go to, because the New York Times has got this crazy left-wing groups to oppose government accountability and the New York Times is cheering it. Yay! Oppose investigating government corruption uh, of the Democrats. But here's the uh, Fox Business story today. Clinton-linked dark money group targeted Twitter advertisers amid Elon Musk's takeover. Accountable tech and dozens of 
other left-wing radical groups have targeted Twitter's top advertisers. This is the uh, old radical left-wing technique of targeting advertisers, right? It's, uh, as their boy Vladimir Lenin said, the capitalist will sell you the rope with which to hang them. It's kind of a variation on that. A Hillary Clinton-linked dark money group set its sights on Twitter advertisers amid Elon Musk's acquisition of the social media platform. Fox Business has learned. Well, you know, Elon Musk supported and voted for Barack Obama in two elections, supported and voted for Hillary Clinton. He voted for Joe Biden. He, um, uh, he's a lifelong Democrat, but now he uh, is not in the good graces of the party, and he must be destroyed as a heretic because the left owned Twitter quietly. Shh. You know, like Mussolini's definition of fascism. The marriage, the coalition, the melding of the political party in power and industry. And the most important industry today is the information industry. They don't need tanks and locomotives and airplanes. They need to control the flow of information. And Twitter was key to the Democrat Party's control over the flow of information. So when Elon Musk took it over, a lifelong Democrat, they said, and because he talked about free speech, and a level playing field. And like, we don't want free speech, and we most certainly don't want a level playing field. So they had to set out after Elon Musk to destroy him. And uh, as a heretic, he must be burned at the stake by the radical crazy left. So the Hillary Clinton-linked dark money group set its sights on Twitter advertisers as Elon Musk acquired the social media platform. Accountable tech spearheaded a letter to top Twitter advertisers as part of a larger pressure campaign demanding non-negotiable requirements for their business, saying that Musk's takeover would further toxify the social media giant. That seems impossible. Um, And directly threaten public safety. Now, of course, you remember that the uh, Twitter banned the New York Post's reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails on the lead-up to Election Day, and uh, according to polls taken after the election, that changed the outcome of the, of the, the election, of the vote, uh, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Then, of course, the corrupt intelligence community, led by penitentiary-faced John Brennan, who voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate for president, as a young man. And then he became CIA director, thanks to Barack Obama, whose mentor as a young man was a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. I see a pattern emerging here. And the intelligence community uh, put together this letter, uh, 51 signatories, senior respected intelligence people, lying to the American people, running an information operation against the American people that, uh, that quite probably changed the outcome of the election. And then, of course, the FBI, you know, they went to Mark Zuckerberg's people at Facebook and told them not to allow people to share the stories about Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, Knowing that it was all true, the FBI and the intelligence community corruptly intervened in ways that Russian intelligence never could have dreamed of doing. But U.S. intelligence did their job for them. They did Putin's job for them. And now the uh, letter to 
um, uh, advertisers. Twitter has outsized. Li- I love the letter to to that the threatening letter the radical left wing groups, you know, Hillary Clinton groups, uh, sent to Twitter to, to the advertisers rather. Twitter has outsized influence in shaping both public discourse and industry-wide platform governance standards. Quite a sentence there. What kind of law school pimps are you guys? Boy, that's amazing. Yeah, we noticed that Twitter has outsized influence in shaping public discourse, too. And uh, you guys used it to great effect, very corruptly. And uh, now uh, the new owner talks about free speech and and he had to increase security around himself and his family. While the company is hardly a poster child for healthy social media, uh, you picked up on that too. It's been a cesspool since the day it uh, had electricity plugged into it. Boy, oh boy, just amazing. Hardly a poster boy for healthy social media, like like all the other social media. <laughs> It has taken welcome steps in recent years to mitigate systemic risks. That means censorship. Ratcheting up pressure on the likes of Facebook and YouTube to follow suit. See, the left demands complete information dominance. Because they couldn't win a single election without information dominance. If the truth were on the table and in plain view all day, every day, the Democrats would lose every major election. Now, now the Republicans are not like, you know, the perfect animal, and they're no great shakes most of the time either. But they sure beat the hell out of these anti-American, anti-free market, transgender your kindergarten uh, student, open borders, war in Europe, bankrupt capitalism, $31 trillion in debt, 9% interest rate Democrat party. How about the crime wave and murders and carjackings and, and looting and on and on? Musk intends to steamroll those safeguards, opposite of the truth, and provide a megaphone to extremists, you're an extremist, who traffic in disinformation, hate, and harassment. Wow, this is the usual rhetoric of, this is, you know, this is, I was reading an article yesterday, and an intelligent article by a national security person, West Point grad, um, talking about cultural Marxism and how, you know, the commies didn't invade the United States, but they're taking it over by way of cultural Marxism. And I was uh, texting with a now-retired Army colonel friend of mine about this article yesterday. And and, um, and honestly, the left has taken over the country. And we're much closer to being the Soviet Union today than we ever were when the Soviet Union was alive. And they've done that. Uh, in, in the same way, a, a, if we had been invaded, you know, like Red Dawn, the Russians had invaded, the Soviets had invaded, you know what you do when you're an invading army and you take over someplace? You go right for the radio stations so you can take over the message out there in the country. See NPR and CBS, NBC, CBS, and ABC, and, and all of their Democrat Party apparatchiks and all the key positions on air and off air. Uh, you can't find a Republican voter in any one of the TV networks, newsrooms, uh, anywhere. And um, and if the Soviet Union had invaded, this is what you do as a military force invading a country. You take over the radio stations so you can control the message. Then you shut down the newspapers and you'll let them open again if they start singing from your sheet music. The TV stations follow quickly. Then for a long-term security of your objectives, you take over education. 
you start with the university campuses and then you go down to high school and grammar school and then your uh, kindergarten child is transgender and thinks socialism is great. And this is, they have systematically taken over the United States of America in, in the same way that an invading army would take over the United States of America. Methodically, uh, over time, they have, uh, and, and it is cultural Marxism, honestly, and, and they use race, class, and gender, as Karl Marx advised, to divide and conquer. And they pit us against one another uh, as these identity groups. It started long ago as political correctness, and we kind of brushed it off. And your kids came home from college with all kinds of wacky, harebrained, left-wing ideas. And now look what they've accomplished. Look what they've done. Ask, you know, they, you ask a, a, a 20-year-old, even a 30-year-old, what's better, capitalism or socialism? What's better, the United States of America or communist China? You're going to get a mixed bag, honestly. So these radical left-wing groups now, Clinton people, dark money groups, threatening advertisers at Twitter uh, because they say that Elon Musk is going to spread hate. Twitter has been a hate machine since day one and a Democrat Party hate machine that they've manipulated because information dominance is key and any invading army recognizes that information dominance is key to long-term uh, control over a population. Under the guise of free speech, they wrote, his vision will silence and endanger marginalized communities and tear at the fraying fabric of democracy. Right. That's the opposite of the truth, of course. The group demands that advertisers commit to keeping accounts of politicians and public figures removed for egregious violations, that's Donald Trump, off the platform, any conservatives, ensuring algorithmic accountability, meaning you have to build into your algorithms uh, left-wing skews so that their stories always emerge on top and conservative stories do not. Mm -mm -mm. The left-wing group is also closely linked to Hillary Clinton's Onward Together nonprofit. They'll make a lot of money off of the nonprofit, which the failed presidential contender created following her 2016 loss to Donald Trump, which she claims was stolen because she's an election denier. Boy, oh boy. And in December of 2020, that's uh, shortly after she lost, Accountable Tech joined Onward Together as an official partner. And they have, uh, uh, they uh, share a lot of lube. All right, so we've got that going for us. Now, let's go to, um, mm -mm -mm. let's go to, uh, you've got uh, James Comer. James Comer, Congressman James Comer from uh, the uh, United States House of Representatives. And today they held a press conference on Capitol Hill talking about how they're going to hold people accountable. And that's why the New York Times is teaming up with radical left-wing groups to oppose government accountability uh, from a Republican-controlled House of Representatives. Representative James Comer. Well, I want to thank everyone for coming out today. You know, today, we're going to provide you with something that you all aren't used to uh, with respect to congressional investigations, and that's evidence. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, unlike uh, the inchworm, you know, Adam Schiffless, who is now talking about running for a Senate. He's the most corrupt House member possibly in the entire House. Now he's talking about running for the Senate. James Comer. Committee Republicans have spoken with multiple whistleblowers from numerous schemes involving the Biden family, reviewed Hunter Biden's laptop, and received documents of previously unknown transactions. What we found are business plans aimed at targets around the world based on influence peddling, including with people closely tied to foreign governments like China and Russia. We also found plans based in the United States where the Biden family swindled investors of hundreds of thousands of dollars, all with Joe Biden's participation and knowledge. He's the big guy in the emails. In 2019, shortly after announcing his campaign for president, Joe Biden told the American people he had nothing to do with and never had conversations with his family about their business dealings. That was a lie. That was a lie. Whistleblowers described President Biden as chairman of the board for these businesses. He personally participated in meetings and phone calls. Documents show that he was a partner with access to an office. To be clear, Joe Biden is the big guy. He is the big guy right there in the emails. And Tony Bobolinsky's on the record on camera uh, and talking to the FBI. Tell him about this. And then years go by and nothing happens. This evidence raises troubling questions about whether President Biden is a national security risk. And about whether he is compromised by foreign government. Uh, he quite clearly is uh, because he is, um, you know, the big guy. And again, millions from Russia, millions from Ukraine, who knows how much from China. Uh, the Russian hookers, the Russian gangsters. The administration has answered none of our requests for information regarding the Biden family or the financial transactions they engaged in. Instead, the Biden administration has spent over a quarter of a million dollars to staff to, quote, deflect Hunter stories. And it's worked like a charm because the news media, you know, will uh, fire you if you come up with a Hunter Biden story. As a reporter, House Republicans allege Biden directly involved in business dealings with son Hunter Biden, the uh, crack smoking stripper, knocker upper, Russian hooker, Russian gangsters, no show Ukrainian million dollar job, son of the president of the United States. Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's one catch, though. It must be during extraordinary times. Well, the economy and the world and the shape we're in now, don't you think we're in extraordinary times? You need to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. My friends at American Alternative Assets are there to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888, the number 4, GOLD20, to secure your free gold and silver guide today. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, I tell you, we're in a crazy, crazy time. But the Republicans have the House, and I like what I'm hearing from Comer and from Jordan as well. We're at 888-630-9625. Joe Biden is the big guy. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show.
Well, we've got a, um, a transgender news category today. Transgender Biden administration official and and General Milley together again. And San Francisco's come up with a new plan. And the Democrats are pretending they're going to save interracial marriage from Mitch McConnell and Clarence Thomas. They couldn't be bigger liars if uh, they went to college to become bigger liars. Let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Laura calling from the land of Lincoln, the state of Illinois. Laura, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Hi, Laura. Biggest fan ever. (laughs) I don't know how you live in D.C., but thank you for doing that and watching all the terrible news shows. But um, I wanted to know what you thought about um, everybody saying that the midterms happened the way they did because of the election giant of Trump. But look at what's happening now. I mean, we still don't have races called and counted. Right. And I just, it's its astonishing. Well, you know, the Democrats keep stream, screaming about how Republicans are a threat to democracy. Then we have an election, and here we are well over a week later, and we're still counting. We've got a Senate race undecided in Georgia. We've got six House races still undecided, mostly in California. Uh, and uh, honestly, what do you make of it, Laura? I think it's just so corrupt. And it's, I, I have a three-year-old daughter, and I am terrified about where we're going. Yeah, I don't blame you a bit, and you're not alone either. You know, the school system and... And our financial situation and, and the national debt and and the fact that we're lied to constantly by the Democrat Party and the media. But I repeat myself and they get away with it. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 